Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. The panel this morning uh, is uh, Jamie Wall and Guy Havelt. uh, And uh, I imagine we'll be uh, getting some fairly forthright opinions. Ken Laban came in hot, so it was uh, was great to hear uh, on a few uh, rugby issues. Uh, Good, in fact. Uh, So let's start with you, uh, Guy Havelt, because uh, it's not the easiest name in the world to say, but it's on everyone's lips. Zoe sadowski Sinnott. Zoe sadowski Sinnott. How good. How good, man. Yeah, morning, Smitty. Morning, Jamie. Morning, everyone. Uh, amazing, wasn't it? It, it just the uh, the level of composure, I suppose, to be able to nail what she did on the last run as the last competitor. She knew she had a medal, but let's be or, or, let's let's be honest. She was the hot favourite to win gold, and so the pressure was just enormous. She had won what X Games or whatever it was leading into it. She had been the one to beat the whole time, and to have that much pressure at 20 years old and deliver what she delivered was just outstanding. Look, I'm no expert when it comes to any of this, but uh, that last jump, how on earth did she get 15 to 20 metres further down the? further down the mountain than anyone else. It was just absolutely remarkable. And uh, our whole flat was uh, up off the couch and celebrating it. It was, yeah, just just outstanding to see. And obviously the history 30 years after Annalise Koberger uh, to, to now win a gold as well, um, just, yeah, brilliant. I mean, what more can you say? It was, it was awesome to watch. Uh, and I think we're all still buzzing after it, aren't we? And she could win another one in the week's time. Yep. She could get the double, which is uh, unbelievable. And uh, sometimes, Jamie, you kind of sense uh, things like this can be a catalyst. And I'll be thinking, if I was thinking to go into business at the moment, I might be looking at snowboards or winter apparel or something because I I think this young lady and her teammates are going to spark something quite big in New Zealand and I think it's going to be our most successful games, clearly. Well, yes. Uh, I mean, it already is um, with the first gold medal uh, for New Zealand at the Winter Olympics. And well done to Zoe. So, you know, it's, it's fantastic to see a young female athlete uh, with so much pressure on her because, you know, for a country that's never won a gold medal before, uh, for her to go in with that sort of expectation um, has to has to really be something. You know, it's, it's never been done. And to see her pull it off, and, and Guy mentioned the word composure there—that uh, that's the sign of a of a of a fantastic athlete—and and she's pulled it off. Uh, the theme of this this the commentary around this is everyone saying that I'm no expert about snowboarding. I'm certainly not one either. Uh, but you know, it was great to watch. It's great to watch. And Smithy, you know, you, you mentioned that it, it's something that money can can get poured into now because it's something that's going to inspire uh, other people to do it. And you're absolutely right. And she's she's obviously a very marketable uh, person. She's got the success behind her. She's got the gold. And uh, I think you're right, mate. There, there, there's there's something there 
there's something there. And 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 I have to say, well done to not only Zoe and her team uh, and her dad for his fantastic interview on TV last night, but also just to New Zealand Snow Sports for the job they've done to get uh, our athletes into this position and to get a genuine gold medal contender and now to be uh, basking in the glory of that. Well done to them. And on the other end of the ledger, uh, Zoe sadusky Sinnott at the age of uh, 20. Uh, Kelly Slater, Jamie, at the age of nearly 50. I think he's 50 later this week, uh, winning uh, yet another pipeline title. Yeah, I can't believe this. Uh, this guy was around when I was like a little kid, and I'm not that young. Uh, it's, it's amazing um, to see a guy still out there competing, and not just competing, but but winning at, at this age, who's considerably older than I am. Um, you know, this guy's. We talked to the, uh, in the last few weeks about Tom Brady uh, and how he was still going at age, uh, you know, 43, I think it was. And now you've got Kelly Slater uh, up there uh, still going as, as well. I, I, I mean, makes me feel like I sh- I'll, I'll still be running out playing footy when I'm, when I'm that age, hopefully, but I won't, won't be winning <laughs> world championships like he is. No, it's, it's, it's quite the, an amazing story. This, this, yeah. this should be the biggest story of the week, I, I reckon. Um, uh, this guy is just absolutely unbelievable what he does and, and if you don't you don't really even have to follow surfing to know that that what he's achieved at this age in those waves at that event is nothing short of just absolutely remarkable um and and you know he just looks so again i use that word composed and he's been around for so long so composure doesn't really i suppose factor into it for him because it's just another event but at the age of 50, everyone is still expecting you to do well. Uh, I, I was just blown away at the fact that he managed to win that. Uh, globally, I, I honestly think this should be the biggest story of the week. It's just absolutely insanity. I went for my second surfing lesson of, of my life in the weekend, Smitty. Uh, managed to stand up a couple of times, but uh, it certainly puts things into perspective just how good those guys are when they do that. Uh, and at an age like that, uh, yeah, as I say, just remarkable. Yeah, something in the DNA, the likes of Brady's and, and uh, Slater's and LeBron James, etc., uh, with that age factor as well. It's 10.32. We'll take a short break uh, here, fellas, uh, if you could stick around. Uh, plenty more to talk about, including some rugby, which is back on the plate. Talk, big opinions, the panel. Jamie Wall with us this morning, as is uh, Guy Havelt and Jamie. Um, well, Moana Pacifica, what did you make of that? Because uh, we've been hanging out, and uh, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, the scoreline worries me a wee bit. Should I be worried? Uh, yeah, I think should. Um, I think everyone should, to be honest. Um, first things first, though, um, that game on Friday night was a fundraiser for the Tongan uh, disaster relief effort, and they did manage to raise $25,000. So well done to everybody who was involved in that, that effort. Um, but, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was great looking at that scoreboard at the, end of, um, at the end of that game, especially considering that that Chiefs team was missing all of its All Blacks and there were guys playing in that who that's probably the only footy that they're going to play for the Chiefs all year. Um, even afterwards, Clayton McMillan uh, seemed actually quite downbeat about the way that I performed. He very much had a, like, right, we got that over with let's get out of here kind of uh, tone to his voice. So, yeah, it's a long, long way to go 
from Wider Pacifica and they don't have a long time to, to be able to do it. I, I mean, I have to echo what Ken Laban was, was saying uh, just before the, uh, the, the slot started, um, saying that, you know, there's going to be some questions. If this continues, you know, uh, which is kind of hard to see how it's not going to, um, considering that the teams are going to be playing once, this, once the actual season starts, uh, are going to be stacked full of, you know, the, the top top players. Um, questions are going to have to get asked about how this how this kind of happened. Um, I'm, I'm very going to be very very happy to be proven wrong on that, but it is kind of pretty hard to see how they're going to avoid these sort of score lines in the first three weeks. And the worst bit about it was that you know that they their first game was supposed to be at Mount Smart against the Blues, which would have been a really good crowd, and that's not going to happen now. And the, the first game they're going to have back there, which will you know minimum be a month from now. Uh, will come after three games down there against the the big the big boys, uh, and also just to add a bit of injury to insult, I guess is that they did lose a couple of guys on on Friday night. Solomon Kata, um it was uh, had to limp off the field on crutches as well. So there's 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 even those sort of complications arising as well. Uh, guy um, sixty one seven. Normally, I don't uh, really take much notice of scores in these particular things, but when you see a blowout of that nature, particularly as uh, the game wore on, uh, I, I just did. I, I did take notice of it, actually. Mm. Yeah, is, is, it, is it much of a surprise? Like, I, I, I'm not surprised that this has happened, and, and I won't be surprised that it'll happen, and it will happen more throughout the Super Rugby season. Look, it's great that, that we finally, finally have a Pacific team in Super Rugby. That, that's been well overdue. But, uh, when, and it's not a bit part team, that's unfair to the players because they are, you know, decent players. But let's be honest, they're not, they're not the cream of the crop. Um, they're, they're the next best of, of you know, the, the super rugby talent. And so when you bring them all together as well, and they've only been together for now a few weeks, uh, it, it's difficult. And this is always going to happen probably with any team of that nature. Uh, they probably, I don't think, I don't know, they probably don't have the funding of other teams either. Um, look, I, I just... I'm not surprised, uh, and I do worry about what the rest of the season is going to be like for them. As Jamie rightly says, this wasn't exactly the number one Chiefs side. They'll bring back plenty of their of their best players uh, in coming weeks and into Super Rugby proper. Uh, and then uh, Moana Pacifica will be will be up against you know other teams with their All Blacks back as well. Uh, this is not going to be a one-off. It's going to happen more and more throughout the season. It's great that they're there, but this is the reality of what it's going to be like for them, at least for a little while anyway, until they really get settled in Super Rugby, get some um, better players, I suppose, as they go, uh, and, and eventually they'll become a team that, that will be competitive on a regular basis. But I think that is still probably some time away. Yeah, I think patience uh, is the word there. If, uh, and look, rugby patience doesn't tend to last as long as patience in a lot of sports in this country. <laughs> I think it's fair to say we, we, we pass judgment a good deal quicker uh, on this, on the sport that matters the most to us. So we'll see on that one. Um, uh, the other thing of interest tomorrow morning, 5 o'clock, I don't know why, Guy, because uh, most media people aren't up at 5 in the morning, but the Black Caps Test Squad is named tomorrow morning at 5 o'clock. I guess it gives all the breakfast shows a chance to have a decent old crack at it. But um, are you, what are you expecting? Uh, any, any real surprises, bearing in mind there is a couple of holes there? Breakfast shows and newspapers, I think, Smithy. I think that's why they do it at 5 o'clock. Uh, well, what I understand is that it'll be a 15-man squad, 
um, because so it'll essentially be like a like they're going on a tour. They'll take a they'll take a couple of extra players into that bubble because of course of of COVID. If someone goes out, then they then they um, need someone there immediately. Uh, look, I I think there might be an extra keeper in and amongst those those extra players. Uh, I wonder whether that could be someone like um, Cameron Cam Fletcher from Canterbury, who has been very good this season. I know in the in the more limited overs sort of the game, but but I wonder if he might get his shot and uh, amongst that team. And then the big question, obviously, is around Kane Williamson whether he will be included in that squad. I'm hearing possibly not, uh, which is a real concern for me. I've got to be honest. This this elbow injury has been there for a long time now and it sounds like surgery won't fix it uh, and it's just going to stick around and, and be niggly for him. Uh, you know, the coaches have said that you know he'll start doing throwdowns and then he'll work back from there. Well, he's been off now for, what, the best part of probably a month or even six weeks and uh, we're still waiting um, for, for Kane Williamson to return. So, yeah, a little bit of a concern around that if he is not picked tomorrow and, as I say, I suspect he won't be, so... Uh, that will be a watch as well. I think you and I have spoken about this, about who will slot into that 3-4 uh, position. Obviously, Devin Conway will go into three, and then who they pick in four will also be a, be an interesting one, whether it's someone like Glenn Phillips or um, Daryl Mitchell or even a Russian Ravindra. So, yeah, those are, those are the interesting aspects for me. Um, and then to see uh, what the South African, when, when it finally rolls around, what the South African side can produce, because they've been a little bit inconsistent in, in recent times. So I'm... Uh, I'm very fascinated to see uh, what kind of what kind of performance they can produce, and obviously in turn whether the Black Caps can uh, can can beat them on home soil in the series, which is a fairly rare thing, really. It is, it is, guy. And here, here's the other uh, interesting little thing to add to the puzzle here, uh, Jamie, is because uh, they're playing two test matches on two pitches side by side. We've spoken to Rupert Ball, the groundsman down there. He's not going to be able to put the as obviously as the work into the second one that he would like, which tends to suggest it might just be um, a little bit more variable. I've got a feeling they've, in a squad of 15, if you want to cover all your contingencies in a bubble-type situation, Ajaz Patel has just got to be in there, doesn't he? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd think so. I mean, the biggest question for me, really, though, is um, whether these actually get played, because you never know what's going to happen um, tomorrow. Uh, so fingers crossed on, on that front. Um, but yeah, I, it will be an interesting situation given that they they are using the same you know they're playing on the same ground um, twice in a row and 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 what they can learn from from the first test going into the second one. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that it is time that New Zealand you know really started to think about using uh, Spinner more consistently at home um, just just for some some variation. And Najaz has obviously proven that he's. He, he he's a consistent uh, performer at test level. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, at the same time, though, I mean, I think uh, not as so much has been made of the fact that, um, you know, this is a real chance for the Black Caps to, to kind of knock off one thing that has uh, eluded them uh, in the past, which is a series victory over South Africa. I, I believe it's the only, the only uh, test nation that we haven't achieved a series victory over. Uh, so and I mean obviously a lot of that's to, to do with um, the fact they weren't playing for so long. But that that's, that is something that uh, I think will be um, in the back of the minds of the Blackcaps. It's a really great opportunity for them. Okay, fellas, thanks very much for your time this morning. Uh, Jamie Wall and Guy Havelt have been the panelists. Uh, more Winter Olympics action to come 
uh, today. We'll catch up on that uh, a little bit later as we go throughout the afternoon. Gents, uh, thank you for your time.